Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host, for today's segment. Welcome if you're new to my podcast. I hope that what I have to share today will help you on your own ascension process, your own great awakening. So I took what I realize now was a much needed sabbatical. I wasn't planning on taking a sabbatical, but it just kind of um, shifted into that, something that I realize now I needed so much. I've done several things over the past several weeks um, since I wasn't posting my podcast, and I made no announcements, and, and again, I had no idea that's what I needed, but in hindsight, you know, last week, I started thinking about it. When I launched my podcast in 2015, which, I mean, we're getting close to 10 years now. <laughs> you know, we're, we're at the eight-year mark. Um, I have never, ever taken a sabbatical. Maybe I've missed a week or two here and there once in a great while, but I never just dropped off and let myself just be. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, I have se- I had you know, several things that I took care of over the past several weeks. And so I wanted to check in to see where you are in this process, share some things that have happened for me in case it's something that may help you, and, you know, offer suggestions or tips on things that might help you. First of all, I just returned from visiting my parents in Kansas. I was not able to see them for three years now, since all the beginning of this bullshit. You know, they are, they live in a retirement community. You know, they have many different outbuildings, like like townhomes and things, but they live in the actual, like, big building where there's independent apartments, and then it moves to assisted living. Um, They used to have skilled nursing care, but that has since closed. So because I did not get any of the shots, um, I wasn't able to visit them for a very long time. And then once it, you know, was opened up to where I could, I could travel, you know, I wasn't going to wear a mask on a plane. I just, you know, Michael and I made a decision and we really stood our ground that um, we were choosing not to do any of that. We'd done research, we looked into everything, and we knew that that is not anything we wanted to take part of getting any shots or wearing any masks. So, you know, it finally opened up to where I could go visit them. And I used to see them like twice a year at least. Then it's been very difficult. You know, I mean, FaceTime is all great, but it does not measure up to being with someone in person. So, um, on the plane I went (laughs) and I spent 10 days there. And I want to share about my trip because I want to make you aware, you know, it's time to live life. It's time to get out there. It's time to do the traveling, to see the loved ones. And I'm going to say this, you know, I was on packed planes. I mean, packed to the gills. (laughs) There wasn't a seat open anywhere. And it was amazing. Everyone was beautiful, was kind, uh, helping one another, just I was blown away. It's nothing like what they're showing on TV, which is all bullshit, and we're going to get into that shortly. Um, It was a wonderful experience. And, you know, 
Some people had masks on. Most people did it. Didn't matter. I don't give a shit. If you want to wear one, fine, but don't, you know, don't tell me I need to wear one. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, there were people coughing here and there. I'm sure there were people that didn't feel good, and there's people that felt excellent. And, and, and I traveled two planes on the way to my parents. I had to take, you know, I had to fly. We have a very small airport here in um, Scranton, Pennsylvania. So I have to fly from there, usually get a connecting flight, which was in Charlotte, and then that takes me to the Kansas City Airport. And the reason I'm talking about all this is because, number one, it was an amazing experience. Everybody is happy. Everybody is joyful. Everybody, it, it is, it's, again, I was like, wow, this is what it's like. It's, it's nothing like what they are portraying. And the whole time I was gone on all these airplanes, I stayed 10 days in one of the independent apartments on the first floor of their building. My parents are on the second floor. They're in assisted living now because my dad has Parkinson's that has advanced enough that he needs assisted living. So, you know, going into that, wherever you are in this story and in this narrative and how you, what you feel about this or what you're hearing, you know, I stayed in the building where everyone has all their shots because they had to, because to live there, they had to. Um, I know there's a lot circulating about that, and I'm not saying that's not true. All I'm saying is I spent 10 days in that apartment around everyone with my parents all day, every day, going up to their room and um, flying back again on two planes, and I'm perfectly fine. Now, I will say it's possible it's because I've been on a SIA for, I'm not even sure now, nine, ten months now. That's, I mean, you know, if you do the research on ASEA and what it actually is doing, it is allowing your body to do the healing work. It's, it's giving it exactly what it needs to get rid of the toxins, to birth the new cells, all the stuff. So I'm going to stand by that because what happened is Michael took vacation while I was gone so he could take care of our dogs because he knew I had a lot on my mind and I didn't want to worry about our dogs and so he took 10 days off. One of his daughters visited with her two children. Um, I did get to see them. They were here a, a day before I left or that night and then I got to see them a few days when I got back. But when Mike goes on vacation, he seems to forget other things like taking a SIA because he's been on it just as long as I have and neither of us have gotten anything. Never caught anything. Felt fantastic, never got sick. And so <laughs> it, it turned out they showed up with colds and, a, and they all had sinus infections. And he forgot to take a seal all week and he ended up sick. So I found that, um, I don't know, I found that fascinating because I was a lot, around a lot more people than he was and I was fine. So yes, I'm, I'm highlighting a SIA on that, but I'm also encouraging you to start living life seeing your loved ones, regardless of any choices they made, like everything has just been done to separate us. Everything. My parents don't care that I don't have any shots. They don't care that I don't want our mask. You know, they did what they had to do, and um, we love each other regardless. So a much-needed trip for me just to be with my parents, to help them, to get some things in place. My dad, you know, his Parkinson's continues to get worse. And if you don't know any, this about me, I am a speech pathologist, have a master's degree in that, and I'm very good at what I do. <laughs> and 
That's not from ego. That is just the truth. And I know my intuition has always been a part of my um, speech pathology gig. So seeing what he needed in place, things that he needed, even, you know, even a new pillow top for his bed so he could sleep better because he's always in pain because of his condition, just all the things that I just got in place while I was there, you know, getting a, a, a lighter wheelchair for when my mom needs to push him to appointments or even to take him outside because his, you know, the one that Medicare pays for is so heavy. I mean, I had trouble pushing my dad in it. And so getting that in place, getting a lighter wheelchair, a very light one that just folds up easily that my mom can use. You know, I just realized how much was neglected since I wasn't able to physically be there. And so if you have loved ones that you have not checked in on lately, I'm going to encourage you to do so. And if you can go see them, please do. (laughs) They need you. They really do. All right, I have, if I could tell you how many notes, how many pages of things I have here, because I thought I haven't posted in a while, and there's so much I want to share with you. I'm going to start, you know, sharing as much as possible to help you you know, start shifting into the quantum life. I I was thinking about this. I I think a lot of people want this like snap of the finger, this flash of a light, and they're there, whatever there is, this quantum life, but they don't want to do the in-between steps. And that seems to be the truth for even a lot of people that I do readings for. You know, they might connect with a loved one or, or a few loved ones or a friend, someone who's departed, but they often get next steps. Like, here's your steps. Next thing, you know, they're incurred, they, you know, your angels and guides, God, this is the next steps they're encouraging you to do. And sometimes clients do the steps and sometimes they don't. And then they book another reading and they want to know if this outcome's happening still. Okay, I'm waiting for this outcome that, that I've known and you told me and I feel validation of that and everyone tells me this is going to happen. When's it going to happen? And I'll be like, well, they're saying you didn't do anything, right? So you didn't do the in-between steps to get to that. See, we want that instant gratification. And that's part of the spell, I believe, the dark spell on humanity. That is, by the way, it is a spell that was placed on us, so many spells. And they're all being broken now, but we have to be an active partner in that breaking of the spells. And to be honest, it's really about working on your own self and starting to discover and uncover the things that you bought into, the things that you believed because someone else said it, someone else, you know, told you that was truth. And I have even like myself gone, man, was there things, did I, was I a part of that? Was I programming was I and I really believe I have helped others in everything that I do at least I hope so that you find your own truth your own connection your own way of doing things you know I just taught what a couple months ago my last um, psychic mediumship certification class And it really was about just different exercises, doing different things. It's just to help them open up to however they do things, however it shows up for them. But my job is to always help them reach and stretch and try different things to see, wow, wait a minute, I didn't realize I could do it that way. 
so, you know, I was even thinking about when I was with my parents, my dad is, you know, he's just in pain. He's just been through so much. And I said, dad, you know, can I, can I work on you? Can I come lay my hands on you? That's all I said. I didn't say, hey, I want to come do Reiki with you. Hey, I want to do Theta healing with you. All the things that I learned. I just said, can I come lay my hands on you and pray? Now, my dad's a retired minister, so that's music to his ears. He said, I absolutely believe in that. And I started thinking about it. We put labels to everything. Reiki, Theta healing, Metatron's cube. Like people, I'm going to talk about Metatron's cube in just a second. But it's just doing healing work. And yes, I pray. I pray for the person that I'm working on. I pray that God heals them. I pray that God works through me. It's not me. It's God working through me. Same with my readings. It isn't me. It's God working through me. And so I did. I laid my hands on his neck where he was having some major discomfort and prayed. And he was so cute. He says, uh, your hand, why are your hands getting so hot? And I said, I don't know. They just get hot sometimes. And just a few minutes later, he felt so much better. And, you know, it was so sweet. Because he said, uh, you know, I always, always thought that my boys would, I can't remember if he said pray with me or be like me. I don't remember, but I'm sure he wanted one of us to be a minister, <laughs> which did not happen. But he said, and here's my daughter laying hands on me. And he, he choked back tears. I mean, I was the, what they call the black sheep of the family. And so it was very touching and sweet and um, a very amazing experience just to have with my dad. You know, everything is, is, shows up to teach us if we're willing to learn. And so what I learned from that was we have so many labels for everything, whether we call it Reiki, Theta healing, whatever. It's just healing work. And no, I wasn't taught to call on God or to pray to God when I did those things. That's something that I just did on my own. And, you know, even before every reading or session I do, we say a prayer. We say a prayer, we're calling on God and the one and only true God and um, asking for, you know, clarity, guidance, the best next steps. By the way, that is the one of the best things that you can be asking. What are the next best step for me? Now this, I think I can tie everything together in this podcast, but it may sound like I'm going all over the place. But when we ask what are the next best steps for me, it is so important that you stay out of what you think that is. If I asked, what's the next best step for me with my, you know, website the way it is, the classes I teach, I don't say that. What is the next best step for me? I started saying that with also the intention of to bring Speranza to fruition. And because I stayed out of what it even meant or what it would look like, um, I was led to, the first thing I heard was, because I've always thought, oh, I'll find angel investors, you know, someone to invest in the retreats. And the first thing I heard was, you won't 
need an angel investor, you will be the angel investor. And I was like, whoa, I've always thought that, felt that, knew that, just didn't know how, and that's okay. Taking it a step further and saying, what's the next best step for me? Shifting into the quantum life. Because I th- again, I want to say, we have heard from others. We have believed anything and everything anyone's ever said that this is supposed to look like, quantum life, what that means. And uh, what if, what if we're, uh, you know, we're not doing the steps in between to get there? So I've really been leaning into, you know, the quantum life, the quantum life, like helping people find their way to the quantum life. And the quantum life, here here I go with my notes. I was sitting and writing some things. The quantum life is seeking truth and seeking proof. Let that sink in. You're seeking the truth and you are seeking proof of that. And if whoever or whatever you are following or listening to have zero proof of anything, I would question it. I really would. Now, some might say, well, Julia, you know, where's your proof of this and that? And like, Um, I'm not saying I'm always right about everything. Believe me. (laughs) I mean, I was fooled about some stuff too. But, you know, telling a young woman who was told she would never, ever have children, she couldn't have children. I said, you are going to have a child. I think I said plural, children. But you will have a child, and this is what you need to do, and you need to talk to your child, and... uh, her uh, reaching out a few months later saying she's pregnant and her daughter just turned one last November. And I just saw a post on Instagram, my friend Rose, that her little one, she was, uh, she's been on tube feeding since birth and um, now she is eating like crazy, you know, loving to eat and they are hoping to get her off the tube this year. So again, I don't know. I take that as proof of what I told her. It's true. <laughs> um But seeking truth and seeking proof really is the shift into the quantum life. I want to talk about a few things. Um, The 144,000, that has nothing to do with a group of people, of 144,000 people or souls. It has to do with their DNA. I just, again, I'm I'm just going to throw some things out. And again, research all of this, okay? The biggest thing I've learned through all of this is that we must do our own research. And I really think that's what God is trying to do, you know, trying to hit us over the head with. Do your own research. And I'm going to share some places that you can start learning. Um, but I would suggest that you start learning. Because if you do nothing, um, nothing's going to change for you. I don't mean that this is not fear-mongering. This is just truth. If I would have not have start, started doing, you know, research and learning... I would still be, you know, have my head in the sand as far as, I mean, I didn't even believe that that Satan existed. That's how, I mean, I was in so much la-la land, which, yes, I still am in that zone of seeing and knowing all the beautiful things that are happening and that are coming, but I also understand now what needed to be, I'm going to say the word destroyed, eliminated, you know, I did not, I wasn't, 
aware that this was a war between God and Satan, but I'm fully aware of that now. So 144,000, if you're listening to someone who is saying that that, and they're doing messages to the 144,000, um, do your research, please. Another one was, um, oh, when those uh, white balloons, the air quote, Chinese spy balloons were floating around. There was someone with a channel who was has a very, you know, large following that was saying that that was the planet Nibiru. And I don't watch this person <laughs> regularly. I don't. Sometimes I just watch to see what the hell's going on. But uh, when she said that, I was like, whoa, okay, well, that's interesting. And then they shot the balloon down. And I never watched any kind of like follow-up, but I wondered what she said about that. Did she retract it? Did she say it was Nibiru, and then Nibiru moved, and then they put the balloon? I mean, it's just all craziness, to be honest. Only because, I'm going to say this again, where's the proof? Where's your proof that that's Nibiru? Okay, it's just because someone found something. It looks like a planet, so I'm going to say it's a Nibiru. You understand, like, this, how, how we have totally been, we're so naive, we're so naive. Um, let's see here. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes. And I am like really in a, an amazing, calm, cool, collected, <laughs> just a beautiful space. And it might sound, hey, she's not usually like, hey, 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 hey. Well, I'm just really at this very calm, beautiful space. I've been spending a lot of time outside. Um, that's another thing I wrote down is to teach your children the sounds of the earth the sounds of the earth, which is going to help, you know, shift into my next topic of the problems with avatars and virtual, um, virtual reality goggles, you know, that, that we wear. And so the problem, you know, these games that the children are playing, even toddler games, okay, they get to pick an avatar. They could pick all different kinds of avatars, right? Animals, which I don't know. That makes me wonder. That's why some of the kids think they're cats now. I'm not sure. But um, avatars, we are promoting that they are not themselves. Even, you know, the older kids, I'm not talking about a whole lot older, the older kids then choosing different avatars they want to look like, or maybe they're going to be muscly, or they're going to be this like built babe, or they're going to be whatever, a tomboy or non-binary and uh, whatever they're going to choose, you understand that they are not even, they don't even, they're connecting with themselves anymore. No wonder the children are so confused. They don't have to be themselves. They can be some make-believe character. Like, really let this sink in. This is what's happening. I brought up the whole cat thing to someone. <laughs> And um, didn't realize it was really going to upset this person. And they said, you know, why does that bother you? Why does it even bother you if someone thinks they're a cat or a frog or whatever? Why would that even bother you? How are they affecting you? And I said, because uh, that's our future. You know, they're part of the future of humanity. That does concern me a little bit. So some things you can do with your kids. Very important. Oh, by the way, if your kids don't like to wear shoes... It's not a sensory issue. They know that their feet should be on the ground. No rubber in between. 
That was created to get us disconnected from the earth. Again, you can do your research on that. Look up grounding, earthing, and look up maybe grounding, earthing, and the creation of rubber-soled shoes. Okay, now I'd, search engines are tough because it's so censored, but, you know, DuckDuckGo, it's one of the search engines I, look, I use still. You can find some things about that. So have your children, you know, let your children be outside. Help them learn the sounds of the earth. You're going to have a much happier child. And think about, I want to talk about what they're watching and, and listening to. Something that, you know, I found in my research, and, and hopefully you've, hopefully you know this by now, <laughs> television, right? It was created. It is tell a vision okay they're telling us what they want us to believe they're telling us a vision okay on the television there are channels right channels channeling information there are channels that have programs hmm interesting right So we are being programmed day and night through that box, through the computers, through our phones, through everything we're watching. They are telling us what the truth is, what they want us to believe the truth is. Now, they have ways of creating this addiction at a very young age. And you will have children having fits fits if they do not get on that that iPad, that TV, and children that are going to bed with that shit on are being programmed as they sleep. Guys, you're the parents. You're the caregivers, okay? I'm not lying. If it was me, my TV would be broken, and there'd be no way I could fix it. And they would have to find, you know, I, of course, have other things for them to do, but that they would, it would never be on again. Not until all of this is cleaned up and changed. There's no way. So there's ways that you can get around it. You don't have to physically break your TV, but I probably would. That's me. Um, you can just, you know, remove the cord on the back. Say it's broken. Uh, you can't fix it right now. Whatever the case may be, you could, you, it's not like a punishment. You could do it to where it's out of your hands and you can't help it. Just a, just a thought. And um, while I'm on that subject, uh, you know, I'm still blown away at how many people don't even know who Disney really is yet and why he built those theme parks, okay? Because Disney is a pedophile, was a pedophile, and is why he built those theme parks for children. And I'm just going just gonna to give you one thing you can look up to see if it even seems like proof to you is to go to DuckDuckGo. It's a search engine. You might be able to look for it in Google, actually. I think I tried that and it worked. All you have to put in the search is Mickey Mouse making Swiss cheese. It's one of the original Disney cartoons that came out, the black and white Mickey Mouse. Okay, I want you to go look for that. Mickey Mouse making Swiss cheese. I want you to pay attention to how he's making the Swiss cheese. There are things that are right in front of our eyes that we just don't see because that's the spell. Now, there are, you know, um, 
cartoons and movies out now that have subliminal messages as well. I just want you to start there so you can understand how far back this began. Okay. So let's talk about, you know, filling in the gap. You know, those, those steps that you should be doing shifting into the quantum life. Because what if the quantum life is different than you ever were told or anything someone like dreamed up and said, this is what it looks like. I've seen future lifetimes as have several people, so several clients of mine. And we know why we're doing this, right? But we're not there yet. We're here to lay the groundwork to get there, to leave that to the generations to come, right? We're in that point now where we're, we're eliminating the dark, the bad, the evil from this planet, from our world, so that our children, our grandchildren, our grandchildren's grandchildren get to live in peace and love. And so let's talk about the steps that you need to be taking, because there are steps. If you are sitting back and waiting for something to happen, okay, things are happening. A lot of things are happening for humanity. But we really need you to get into the game, right, of whatever, the, wherever that is, whatever your lane is. All right, so for me, when I said, what are the next steps for me, the next best steps, God, what can I be doing to make this a better place? What can I be doing right now? Well, then I saw a video uh, that really resonated with me. I watched it. Um, the speakers were talking about the new financial system. Um, they were showing proof of how the good guys have control of the financial system now and that it really is to um, watch over and make sure no corruption occurs moving forward. Now, I'm talking about, you know, drug smuggling, um, child trafficking, human trafficking, all the bad stuff that money is used for. Okay, so I, under so they, I just started watching and I started learning, I started going where they told me to go. And it wasn't even that something they created. They were sending me to places that showed me the proof. So that led me into the Stellar Network. And the Stellar Network is what I do believe, what I've been shown to believe, and what I feel intuitively right for me, just saying for me, that that is what I was to learn about next. All right, so... I'm just finding where I want to send you next. So the crash of the dollar has to happen. And if you're awake, you really can't wait for it to happen. <laughs> so if you're awake, you know that the cabal created the dollars and this is bad stuff. That's how they did all the trafficking, all, all the bad stuff that they did. And so that has to go bye-bye. And so we are plotting that as it leaves. But um, everything that you have uh, whether it's money in the bank, money at home, um, it's all going to be, you'll be able to convert it into the stellar network. So don't be freaking out about that. Like you're losing everything because you actually have everything to gain. You're going to be losing nothing. It just may look that way for a lot of people right now that aren't awake. They might be very, very nervous about the look of the world out there. But everything has to crash. The dollar, the stock market, everything's going to go down. 
That all has to disappear because that was created by the evil ones. So I'm going to give you some, you know, I, I'm really shifting away from me telling you, I don't, I'm just going to shift into sending you places that will help you. If you decide to go there and look at it, check it out, look into it. But I really would suggest that you at least start looking into some things. So if you don't have the Telegram app yet, um, you're going to want to get the Telegram app and get on your computer and get on your phone. And I'm going to give you some channels that I would begin with at least. The Sacred Blue Tent channel. Now you need to put these in exactly like this, okay, because there are fake ones in Telegram that are acting like the real ones. Everywhere, right? <laughs> so one is the Sacred Blue Tent channel. The Sacred Blue Tent channel. I would start, that would be one of them on my, it's on my list since I got on Telegram. Also, Quantum, now you need to make sure that everything's spelled right, Quantum Stellar Initiative. It's a capital Q. Sometimes they even, you know, change the capitalization. So Quantum with a capital Q, Stellar with a capital S, Initiative with capital I, and then there's parentheses, QSI, parentheses. Um, you know, open parentheses, close parentheses. Quantum Stellar Initiative. Okay, that's where you're going to learn about um, the Stellar Network, about XLM. Uh, by the way, people brought things up to me in the past, Bitcoin, XRP. I never, no, never, not even blinking eye, any of it. Nope, nothing. When I heard about Stellar, something like ignited within me, okay? This intuitive hit. And that's what happens for me. I just, I learn about things and either like, no, this isn't for me, or yes, this is for me. And this was for me. What else do I want to suggest? Oh, yeah, let me pull it up. There's Tartaria. Hang on, I have to find the name of the channel. By the way, I don't watch any, and I do want to capitalize any, mainstream media, zero, zilcho. I used to watch just to see what they're telling everyone, but I even stopped doing that because I don't give a shit because none of it's true. I don't care. I don't care about any of it. Um, none of it's true. So, Tartaria, okay, so here's another one on Telegram I would check out. Tartaria and the and sign and history channel. Tartaria and history channel. Uh, you're going to start learning a whole lot about our true history and what has been hidden from us. It's funny too, as I've been down this road of discovery, remember quantum life, quantum life is seeking truth and seeking proof. I mean, that was, that just came through. I got that loud and clear. But when I started realizing that history, oh, that's another word, by the way, that's another spell word. So history actually is his story. <laughs> his story. His story. The dark fucker's story. It, you know, wants us to believe is truth. His story. I skipped history. So I skipped school all the time. I did in high school all the time. But I mostly skipped first period, which was his story. Every day I skipped history. Now I know my soul knew that was bullshit. I thought I'd just skip on it because I didn't want to go to school yet. 
which is probably true too, but <laughs> I just laugh at that, that the class that I skipped was history. That was the only class I skipped. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? So since I've been in with the Stellar Network and active on this Quantum Stellar Initiative channel, which by the way, when you go to join that, they're going to send you to training. Okay, so this is what we are being asked to do. We're being asked to learn, you know, stretch far beyond anything we've ever had to do before. Think about it. Even the internet, right, or figuring out how to go online banking or like all the stuff. Didn't you just go, I can't do it. It's too hard. I mean, <laughs> back in the day, I used to say that, especially when I got my website up and going. I was like, God, it's so, then I got to learn this and I got to learn this. And, and it was hard because I believed it was going to be hard. But then one day I just finally said, this is going to be super easy for me. My, you know, running my website, working the internet, doing my podcast, posting all these plays. This is going to be easy. And then it became easy. Not in, just overnight. You know, I had to learn. I had to practice. But it came, became easy. So as I was watching these, this group talking about the Stellar Network and what it was involved with and what it was about, I thought, whoa, Okay. I first started going to that this is going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. And then I, I immediately caught myself, and I did exactly what they said. They said, it's going to seem like a lot, and you just watch it again, and you learn a little more, and more things are going to click. And that's exactly what started happening. And so now I am like an active purchaser of assets on Stellar. I am an active trader. I'm blown away with what's happening, what I've learned, how I've expanded. Because third dimensional me, 3D me, did not want to know all this financial stuff. Didn't think that was a big part of anything that I needed to. And it has only expanded my, my mind even more as to what's possible. And it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> I've actually enjoyed it. It's been so much fun. So going into anything now that we have to learn or relearn, okay, so we, everything has been a lie. Every, even huh, the picture of Jesus in our house, we had a huge one. Mike's mom put it in when he built the house. And I always just loved that picture. It was the bottom of our stairs and I'd look at it every night before I go to bed. You know, it's right there. And then learning that that's not even the real picture. That's Lord somebody or... King James or someone, I can't remember now, but the, pe the, the person that, that went through it did show the proof. I just can't remember the name of the person because he wanted everyone to worship him. I mean, this is how deep this is, guys. We have to smarten up. Quantum life, seeking truth and seeking proof. Number one. If someone's telling you about some faraway place, some planet called Nibiru, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm saying, where's your proof? Let's see the proof. Okay. Um, I think that's it. I mean, you can get into Telegram and you're going to start poking around and seeing people sharing different things. And then you might want to go to that page. Oh, that sounds interesting. Let me go see what this person's talking about. There is one more I'm going to tell you about. It is um, Dirt Road Discussions. Where is that? 
dun, 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 I'm looking for it. Dirt Road Discussions. Yeah, Dirt Road Discussions. I would go there as well. They are doing a lot of things for um, helping people heal, whether it's cancer, um, reactions from the, the shots, um, autism, and stuff that is like literally making it all disappear very quickly. So Dirt Road Discussions. And then just so you know, you can go to any of these pages and hit the little search thing at the top, the little uh, magnifying glass. So I'm on Dirt Road Discussions. I could go hit that and go um, cancer. I just put cancer. Okay, and there, tons of their posts came up for cancer, right? So you could do anything. Um, you could put ivermectin. By the way, that's something we were lied to about. Um, I think I saw that ivermectin can cure over 6,000 things, something like that. So I know this has been a long one. I hope that this is, uh, has been helpful. I just, I've been, you know, taking time off and I just wanted to share as much as I could in this time. Looking at my notes. Yep, that's all I've got. So uh, yes, Michael and I still are on the ASEA. Uh, we are on eight ounces a day. I will never change that. I am well all the time. I have no issues with anything. I'm around people you know, on all those planes, on this traveling, I'm never worried about being around anyone anymore because I know that my body is taking care of itself. It's the best I've ever felt in my life. And um, if you want to learn more about it, just send me an email. I'm happy to send you some videos to watch. And, you know, I can even get you with the team to help you get your order in if you wish. But Michael and I are both on what's called the Magic 8. He did take that week off vacation and he got very sick. So that's his story. I'm not saying that's everyone else's story, but that's the, what happened for him. If uh, you want a reading session, a past life regression, or a mentoring, whatever, uh, just email me, juliatreat444 at gmail.com. I'll send you the payment link. The sessions are 222 currently, and we will get you booked. And um, it's funny, I'm, I'm, I realize I am in the area that I'm in because I'm here to help this area, which is a very depressed area here in Northeast Pennsylvania. And I'm even getting back to doing uh, group readings. I have one this Saturday with I think 12 people at their home. So that's always an option as well. All individual sessions are done over Zoom. All right, and I'll send you the recording so you have it. If you wanna do a group reading, if you're close enough for me here in the Scranton, Pennsylvania area, that um, I can send you the pricing on that. So I hope you have a very wonderful day. I hope that you continue to learn so that you can expand into the quantum life, learning the truth, seeking proof, and embracing your shift, which can even be an identity shift at this point. Until next time, I'm sending so much love your way. God bless.